I'm Hannah Kim. Welcome to the 18th episode of Even the Little Things podcast. Today we will be talking about how to use your voice as a teen. Yeah, so if that sounds interesting, stick around. Before we start, we just want to remind everyone that we're not professionals in any way and that this podcast is just to talk about the big and even the little things teens go through. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Hey guys, we hope we hope you're having a wonderful week. Um, this time, I think instead of talking about like how our week was, I think Duwani and I are gonna try this new thing where we're just gonna say like the high of our week, the low of our week, and what we're kind of looking forward to. I first heard about this like high low where you're looking forward to thing from like my church D group. Like my leader made us do it like every single week last year. So I was thinking about it and I was like, that's such a good way to tell you about our week without saying like it was stressful. We had school, you know? So Duwani, do you want to go first with your like high lows and like what you're looking forward to? Sure. My low would definitely have to be on Thursday. Um, We had, I had, just test. I had a test in AP Calculus and AP Bio and in AP Lang. And so that was just way, way too much. And it was also, I mean, it was like election day, right? Election day was Tuesday, but like they still haven't counted all the votes and everything. So everyone's anxious and nervous. And then on like top of that, you know, like you're worrying about your future and you're worrying about your, you know, this country while you're studying for all these tests. And I feel like that was just not it this week. So that was one of my lows. And then my highs would definitely have to be, um, I just found out that I did really good on my bio test, so I'm happy because it was kind of hard. And then something I'm looking forward to next week is um, hoping that we figure out who our president is, that they tell us the results, and that's what I'm looking forward to next week. So my low for this week has definitely been, like, being stressed out. Like, I've been so stressed out about, like, the future and school but also because I think it was heightened because like the only thing I could think about was election like okay I don't I don't remember when this episode will go out but like when we are recording this right now it is Friday like November 6th and we still don't have a president and I'm so like nervous like honestly like that's all I've been thinking about and it's been so nerve-wracking for me to go to bed at night and be like just just be like okay with like if something going bad like just like it's gonna be okay but it's been so hard and it's been so stressful so I'm hoping that it'll be over like tonight or tomorrow or and I'm not saying that in a flippant way like I don't want it to be over because it doesn't affect me it like totally affects me but I'm trying to stay like mellow right now so um anyways um um my high for this week would probably have to be um Our podcast, actually, our podcast has been a high for me this week. Like, we've reached, like, two big milestones on the podcast this week, and um, I'm just so happy. Like, I don't want to sound like I'm bragging or anything, but I'm just so happy because it just makes me, like, it just makes me excited to know that people, like, actually, like, like our podcast and listen and want to see what we're up to and, like, 
want to like listen to us and it, it just makes me so grateful and that's just definitely my high and what I'm looking forward to next week is honestly I'm not really sure but oh, actually I am what I'm looking forward to next week is baking club because I we I promised the club that we would make apple pie like as a Thanksgiving kind of treat thing and it's gonna be so long and so complicated but I'm so excited to teach everyone like how to make apple pie like I'm just so excited for that so that's definitely my looking forward to next week yes I'm also in baking club and I and I've never made pie at home before and I think I've I actually don't think I've ever had pie before. Like, I might have tasted it once, so I'm excited to make it at home. Yeah, so that was just kind of our high lows and what we're looking forward to. I mean, I I think that's more interesting than just saying, like, for us, like, I feel like every single week we're just like, I'm stressed out. Like, I feel like that was so much more fun. Um, So I think we can continue doing that. Um, Anyways, so if you didn't know, both Dewani and I are on our school's newspaper staff. Yes, we joined last year, and I think this is our second year. Last year, we were just staff writers, and this year, Hannah is the spotlight editor, and I'm the online editor. And I think we, like, both mutually, like, agree that we, like, love it. And it means a lot to us because we are able to, like, write and get our voices out there. Um, And that's just really important to us. Mm Mm-hmm. And... Like, we get to write in different sections, so, you know, you get to use your voice and not only, like, um, how do I explain this? Like, not only in, like, let's say the news category, but, you know, you get to learn about different people. You get to, like, tell their stories. So I just think um, I love journalism. And I was talking to my mom, and she was like, on the podcast, you should definitely talk about, like, what it's like to be teen journalists, because that's who we are. And we're not only, like, teen journalists for our school newspaper, but in a way, we kind of are on this podcast, because podcast is a definitely a form of, like, media and journalism. So um, that's why I thought it was so important to talk about this topic. And for me, personally, using my voice is so incredibly important. So to emphasize that today, I thought we would discuss how to use your voice, why it's important, and all of that, but like as a teen, like apply to as teenagers, um, and some a few other topics about using your voice. Um, So with that, let's just get into it. The first thing I think we should talk about is why is it important to use your voice? And first of all, what does it mean when we say using your voice? Yeah, I think we've been kind of vague with what what we mean when we say use your voice but basically when I say I'm using my voice I'm talking about using my own words my integrity my beliefs my personality and speaking out in my own way and when I say like speaking out that doesn't necessarily mean verbally all the time that could be in my actions I think a lot of using your voice is just like putting yourself out there and um, getting your voice heard is kind of what I would say using your voice is to me Mm-hmm. And then using your voice can be simple as saying how you feel about something. It's just like, if you feel strongly about something, it's important to like, voice your opinion, it's important to speak out, it's important to talk about it and like, not keep it in, you know, like we're grateful to have a voice, we're grateful to be able to express our feelings and thoughts. And that's just, it's a very important, especially like this, um, in our society to be able to speak out and like Hannah said just like use our voice mm-hmm. and I think 
another part of reason why like using your voice like what is using your voice is just like we're gonna talk about it later but it's just so many different things like using your voice is just so I think it's like a very common term but we're just trying to say basically when we say use your voice we're just trying to say like using your own like words and like putting that out there like putting yourself out there and voicing how you feel and we're going to get into this, but that can be so many different things. Um, so I think, first of all, we should talk about, like, why that's so important. So now that we've kind of described it, like, we've described what, what voices mean to us. Like, what does a voice mean to us? But now I think we should describe, like, why that's important. But using your voice, to me, um, like I said before, is just getting your beliefs out there, getting what you believe in, Um like in this world where we get a chance to express our feelings, get to express what we think about something or what we want, um, we have to speak out. We have to like use every opportunity we get to speak out. And it could be about important things. It could be about like little things. It just doesn't matter. It's just important that you um, express how you feel and you use, um, and I can't also describe it before, like your own words and make sure that your voice is heard, make sure that your voice is part of um, whatever you're trying to accomplish. Like, um, I would just say, for example, let's say, you know, you're having like a discussion in class or something and you have strong feelings about it. I would say that it's important to talk about it, like important to raise your hand, important to say what you want to say, because um, it can make a big difference. Like, you know, it can inspire, changes it can if you get a chance to use your voice i would just say use it as much as you can and me and hannah we get to um with our podcast and with journalism but there's lots of different ways you could also be expressing that yeah and i also think it's important um that we emphasize that it's important to use your voice because everybody has their own voice. Not everybody has the same opinions or thoughts or feelings as you and Um, you know, like not everyone is going to have the exact, exact same thing as you. So it's important that you put your own personal voice out there. You put yourself out there. You say how you feel because in this world with so many different people, it's just so important that you are able to get out there and say how you feel because, um, that's just, that's who you are and that's part of you. So it's important that we hear you and you hear us. And, you know, I think that's just such an important part of using your voice mm-hmm. and why it's important. And with like voicing your um, thoughts or voicing, like using your voice, um, some people are afraid to do that. And I get that. Um, I, me personally, like I overthink sometimes. And then when I have strong feelings about something, I don't say it because I'm scared. I'm scared of what people are going to think of me. I'm scared what's going to happen if I say something. So there's definitely that fear. But you just have to realize that everyone has different opinions. And when you're voicing your thoughts, that's what it is. Like, you're you could be disagreeing with someone you could be agreeing with someone you could be you know having completely different um things that you want to talk about and you would agree right Hannah that there's some like there's some people or even us like we sometimes feel afraid to speak up or to say what we want to say I think we should normalize feeling scared about something I think in a lot in our society people are like 
oh, you know, like, I'm not scared. Like, you shouldn't be scared of things. And I feel like it's really aggressive for us to say, like, you shouldn't be scared of speaking out. It is very scary. Every time we would go to record something, every time I write something, I am, I do have, I am scared that somebody might take my words or what I say and twist it into something else. And that is a part of using your voice. It is scary. It is vulnerable. But that's what's so important about it. Like it is vulnerable. It's how you feel and it's your opinions. And we'll go into like what's an opinion later. But um, I think that if you are scared to use your voice and put yourself out there, you have to realize that um, it doesn't have to be in a big way. If you feel a certain way, you don't have to go out into the street and say it and be like, this is how I feel. You can start in little ways and you that can start in your bedroom. Like currently right now, I'm recording in my own bedroom. I'm not in a fancy radio system station or anything like that. I'm not in like a recording booth. I'm in my room. And you know, you can start from so many different places. And I know uh, that you might be scared. But just know that um, even though you might be scared of something, it it always helps to try. And I know a lot of people, they they just personally, they, they cannot try no matter like what they do just because of anxiety and things like that. And I just want to say that I hear you, I see you. Um, and that's completely okay, too. Not everybody not everybody has to use their voice in such a loud way, but I feel like everybody can use their voice in any way they can. Um, so yeah, that's, I think that's, I think if you're wondering like how, like I'm scared, like how do I find the courage? I think the courage is really inside of you, you know, like, and that sounds really cheesy, right? Yeah, but I mean, it is true though. Yeah, like, um, if you really feel strongly about something, if you really are passionate about something, I think that will shine through big or small, like in your actions, you know, because um, being using your voice is not only speaking wise, that's also actions too. Um, and so that brings into another topic that um, a lot of people say with using our voice, because we are going to discuss like all things using your voice, especially with teens. Um, and that's like an adult thing people have with us. It's and, and other people and other teens as adults sometimes say teens should not worry about adult issues. Teens should not speak out about how they feel and they should just have fun. Um, and Duani, what do you think about that? I feel like that's the worst thing to say to someone because there's like no age to like get into something. But I feel like especially in politics, sometimes adults are like, this is not something for you to worry about. This is not something for you to be concerned or for you to be talking about. And I always just feel like when I was younger, people would say that I'm not old enough. And now that I am old enough, people would say that, you know, I'm still young. And so I just feel like that's kind of, that's not the right thing to say to anyone. I feel like the, this right now is a great age. Let's, for example, um, since I'm talking about politics, like if you want to get into it when you're in like elementary school or when you're in like middle school, I think that's great. Um, right now, me and Hannah, we're um, 16. And I think this is a great age to start learning about politics, to get interested in it, to talk about it. And like I said, it not only has to be about politics, but it could be about other issues, other things that, you know, if it affects you in some way, you have a right to voice your opinion. You have a right to speak out because that decision could ultimately affects you. And you, you know, you get, you should be able to have a right to say that, you know what, this is not what I want, or this is what I want, or, you know, like, et cetera, like what, how you feel about it. 
I feel like there is no age where it's right to voice your opinion. Any age is okay for that. And for adults to shame children into saying like they don't know anything just because they are children or teenagers, I could know as much about something as an adult might know. Like I feel like I am I am pretty knowledgeable about a lot of things and um, I just want to throw it back to an example. Um, a couple weeks ago when we were having a president debate, there was at the end, there was a question posed by an eighth grader. And on Twitter that night, a bunch of people were saying really horrible stuff to the eighth grader. Like they're saying like it's fake, it's made up. But also they were saying things like, and I'll quote from this person, my answer to the eighth grader, go outside and catch frogs. And to me, I think this comment is just so ignorant. Why are we discouraging children and young adults from wanting to be a part of the narrative of our country? And this is for like everything, not just in politics, like I said. Um, but like as as like someone who is using her voice constantly, it's so incredibly important to me, you know? And we should encourage teenagers to use their voice. We want to be a part of tough conversations and we should not discourage people when they decide to speak up. And I think a part of this is just like not letting adults, and I'm gonna say that in quotation mark, adults like this tell you that you should shut up and play outside. You know, like your opinion matter, your words matter. And honestly, like if nobody else, me and Duani, we value your voice, okay? And you should be loud about the things that are important to you. And that's that's what I would have to say to any adult who says that teenagers have no place talking about whatever they wanna talk about, whether that's politics, whether that's anything A, B, C, or above, teenagers absolutely have a place in speaking their mind. Yes, yeah. and I feel like teenagers now, we are such like an important part of this community as teenagers like what we learn now affects our you know adult life and i'm not saying i don't know how to explain it but like i'm not saying that you know our beliefs and everything but like what you learn now in this time like what you observe really helps you with your adult life like if you get into politics it'll only help you in the future to make good decisions about you know um your country or about your people or you know just like an example is that but I definitely do think that adults should never be telling a child that they cannot be involved in this and obviously when it comes to dangerous things yes but when it comes to politics when it comes to things that affect them they have an absolute right to be involved in it and that debate thing that you talked about I also agree that was a horrible thing to say I think what that kid is doing right now is so interesting is so admirable that he's interested in our country that he wants to get involved and that he's asking questions and that his question was picked and I think that is amazing. And I think that kind of goes into a conversation about um, not feeling heard. Like your voice doesn't feel heard. It feels invalidated. And sometimes that is by adults like this. You might feel invalidated because somebody says your voice doesn't matter. Um, and I think we should go into talking about like how to combat that. Like how do you make your voice stand out and like how do you how do you feel heard and how do you feel like you're accepted and your opinion is validated so i would suggest that you should just keep going don't give up um no not everyone will be willing to hear your voice not everyone will be willing to hear what you have to say i've been in situations where people are 
people don't care or are not willing to listen to me. And that that's hard, you know, it makes you feel bad. Um, it makes me feel bad. I, sometimes it makes me feel like no one cares what I think, that maybe I should just, you know, not say anything. But that's not true. Like, don't give up. Um, I guarantee you that there is someone out there that is willing to listen to you. And it might be hard to find that person, but there is someone out there. There's someone that values your opinion. There's someone that is willing to listen to what you need, what you want to say. And so I would just say, don't give up. Like, just don't give up. Keep speaking about it. Keep talking. And your voice will be heard. Yeah. I would say that there's so many ways people invalidate how I feel and my voice. People are like, well, you're a woman, you know, well, you're Asian. Well, you're only 16, right? And people can keep invalidating how I feel, but that's always going to be how I feel. And I'm always going to be passionate about the things I'm talking about, whether that's politics, whether it's on this podcast, whether that's what I'm writing about, you know? And so what I would say definitely is for anyone who feels like their voice isn't heard or they feel invalidated in any way, just exactly what Duani said, keep going, keep pushing. Don't let people criticize you and tell you that you're wrong when you're not. And we'll go into more of like what might be problematic with certain aspects of that. But at the core, if you're speaking really genuinely, truly, you are passionate about something and it does not hurt other people. And it's just something you're so passionate about. Like, for example, I'm passionate about baking, right? And you're speaking out about that then absolutely keep going and don't let anybody tear you down. Um, people are going to do it. People, if you get to a place where you have people who are listening to you, people are, there's going to be people who won't want to listen to you. And it might be because of your age, your gender, who you are. And that's really sad that people will invalidate your voice just because of who you are, or your age or whatever, or because of all this stuff, but you are completely valid. And if anybody, if people won't tell you that, we'll tell you that now. Your opinion is valid. Your feelings are valid. Your your words are valid. And your voice is valid. So, yeah. But I think one thing that we should definitely talk about, though, is something that's been kind of weighing on my heart just because, like, it's just been going on for such a long time. And I don't know. It's just, like, all combined into one. And that's, like, performative activism. Yes, I see a lot of this on TikTok, on Instagram, and it's everywhere. And I think there's a difference between performative activism and actually spreading information, actually um, informing others. I think that there's a big difference from using your voice and actually feeling passionate about it and feeling that way and just posting and saying something because somebody else tells you to. Um, I feel like there's nothing wrong with people putting on their Instagram stories how they feel, like the same post, right? But when you post that, you should feel that way. You should not only, I think here's an important question. When you post something, are you going to go out and do the same thing that you're saying that you're posting about, right? Do you actually believe in that? Do you actually feel that way? Do you, um, are you going to not only just sit there on your phone and post that, but are you going to get up and fight for what you believe in, you know? That's an important question. And I'm not saying like physical combat, but are you internally feeling that way as well? Because it's one way to just post something and say that you're using your voice, okay? And, and that might be using your voice. I'm not trying to invalidate that at all. But I feel like truly using your voice is 
not only just posting that, but feeling that way and sharing feelings about that way and speaking out about how you feel about that way, you know? And that does not need to be in a big way or at all. I'm just saying that we cannot just think that our performative activism or someone just being like posting something is using your voice. Because I feel like that's not using your voice at all. I feel like that's just using somebody else's voice. Yes, I agree. And for those of us that have Instagram, you know, you swipe through everyone's story and you see the same thing over and over again. And I feel like a lot of us, we skip through those. A lot of us don't take time to read that. And so, like Hannah said, like the things that you're talking about, spreading information about, would you say that in real life? Or is that something that you're just doing to follow a trend or, you know, um, I heard someone talking about it and they're like, everyone else is doing it, so I'm going to do it because I don't want to seem like a bad person for doing it. Not because they're actually passionate about spreading the information or informing others about it just because they didn't want to be the one that was left out of it. So you have to decide whether you're doing it because everyone else is doing it or you're doing it because you're actually very interested and actually want to spread information about it. I feel like in like this circumstance, especially with like activism and stuff like that, a lot of times actions over words is is what matters. And I'm not saying that's all the time, but like if you want to achieve things, sometimes you have to use actions. Not everything can be achieved by using words. And I feel like a lot of people on TikTok say things, but never actually go and do them. I've seen people that, you know, paint stuff on their face or they talk about it, but then they like actually don't go and do anything about it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so I think that I think that is an important part about using your voice because people might feel like they're using their voice in that way when they actually aren't, and it actually hurts other people who are using their voice, you know? And I think this goes into an important conversation about what an opinion is, okay? Because I think I've heard a lot of people be like, well, that's my opinion, right? And so, like, what constitutes that? Is there, like, a right or wrong opinion? And, and like, what do we feel like an opinion is? Because I feel like some people think that something is an opinion when, in my opinion, it's not. It's it's really not, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like, uh, for me, an opinion is, like, your view about something that is not, like, a fact or is not, like, a true statement, Um like for the presidential election, I guess you could say there is no true answer that you have an opinion about who's the better candidate. That's what I would say opinion is. It's not something that can be proven or it's not a true statement. It's something that we believe based on our um, belief system about something. And I think this goes into an important conversation about something I've also seen a lot, and that's... um. This whole thing where it's like, if you support this person, I don't want to be friends with you. And I'm going to just like talk about how I feel about that because I think a lot of people have been like on both sides of that. They're like, yeah, I agree with that statement. And then there's some people who are like, no, I totally disagree. Why are we cutting out people who don't agree with us or something like that? And I think we should talk about that because it's not that these people are going to cut you off because you don't agree with them. You can disagree about whatever you want to disagree about. But I think when people say, if you support this, then we can't be friends, they're saying that to say 
they aren't saying that to say your opinion doesn't matter or coming from a place of malice. They're saying that because it's hard to be friends with someone who supports someone or something that doesn't care about their rights, their being, who they are, and who they can't change, okay? And you, I'm just going to say this outright. Like, I don't, like, this is not political at all. Um, but you cannot change your sexuality or skin tone. It's just something you can't change. And you can change who you agree with. And so by supporting someone, by supporting someone, you are agreeing with their opinions and values, whether you like it or not. Um, when I support somebody, when I read their content, use their media, this, this is not just for politicians at all. Like, let's just give an example. Um, I listen to Taylor Swift's music, so therefore I am supporting her, whether I know it or not. And so I'm su also supporting her views, her opinions on things. Does that make sense? You know, like, um, so it, it does matter. By supporting someone, you are agreeing with their values. And sometimes some of these people's values that you're agreeing with are from hatred and a point of view that does not accept all people. And it is hard for someone to want to be friends with you who is a part of a group of people that these people do not accept at all. And you can say, well, no, but we're friends, right? Like, I accept you, right? But it's not just about me accepting you. It's about me accepting all of who you are and people like you. Um, so like, it's not enough for me to just say to Duwani, I accept you, Duwani. I accept you for who you are, right? I have to accept everybody like Duwani, right? Um, and we can say, it's... and. and, and and at the end, it's like, it, it's not about divider malice. It's about saying, hey, we can disagree about most things, but not when it comes to my life, my rights, my whole being. So things I can't change about myself, right? So I think this comes with a conversation about we shouldn't just cut people out of our lives because they disagree with us, right? But how can we keep people who don't accept us or others like us? If your opinion has something to do about somebody that something, if your opinion is about something about someone that they cannot change within less than one day, then I think that's not an opinion at all. That's just harmful. And so I think this all boils down to um, everybody has their own opinions, right? And everybody can voice their voice no matter what. And I agree that the saying like, I don't want to be friends with you anymore because of this is very patronizing. Yes, that's very patronizing, right? But I feel like using your voice and having an opinion is different than spreading hate and using and saying that something is an opinion when it really is not. Does that make sense? Yes, that definitely does. Um... It would be, as like a person of color, it would be very hard for me to be friends with someone who supports a person that hates people like me. Like, that would just be very difficult to know that they are supporting someone who has such horrible beliefs against um, people of color, against like people like me. And so it kind of makes me question their beliefs. Like, how can you support someone who thinks like that? And the fact that you're friends with me, like, do you under, like, like Hannah said, the people that you support can sometimes reflect your own beliefs. If you support a bad person and you agree with them, it kind of reflects onto you that, oh, you agree with these people, you agree with what they believe in. And, and if that person agrees with something that, you know, is against me or is against something, like, it's very hard to be friends with people with mindsets like that. So I, 
like the whole thing about should you be friends with them or should you not i think that you don't have to be friends with them it's difficult to be friends with people like that and for those that are saying as well it's just an opinion it's not an opinion when it comes to my rights when it comes to my skin color when it comes to sexuality that is not an opinion that is just hatred mm-hmm. i think like using your voice and saying your opinion right we're trying to do that we're trying to promote that right but you shouldn't be saying and using your voice and saying that something is opinion when it's not like we said we just want to say that talking someone's skin tone someone's sexuality who they are something that they cannot change and a good example of something that someone cannot change is their race and their sexuality right that's something they cannot change and because of that nothing about that is an opinion and so nothing about using that as an opinion is using your voice at all and so i wouldn't say that there's like a right way to speak out about something but i would definitely say that using your voice in that way and i'm gonna put it in quotation marks right is not really using your voice it's just kind of spreading hate and if you're asking the question should i be friends with someone like that that's up to you right that's uh, that's up to you that's that's completely different for everybody else but i'm just saying if you are one of those people who are like i don't understand that just be mature right i think you should understand where people are coming from when they say that and where people are coming from when they said that's not an opinion that's not using your voice um but i think that just i think that just is an important part of this conversation about teenagers using your voice right because using your voice is just so vague like what constitutes that that's what we're trying to create a conversation out of here right um so i think that to wrap up what we're trying to say we're just trying to say that using your voice is just so important and there's no right way to use your voice but using your voice constitutes um no hatred and no opinions that invalidate someone's experience or who they are. So this was just us talking about how important it is to use your voice and how you should keep using it despite what people say and then the difference between an opinion and between voicing your thoughts. And so now I think we should go into how as teenagers we can use our voice. Yeah. And I just want to preface this by saying that you can use your voice in so many different ways. We're just going to be talking about ways that we've done before or we've seen other people use their voices in. You can use your voice in so many different ways. And it's just important that you know that there's no one correct way. As long as you're using your voice in a kind, mature way that um, does not marginalize, does not invalidate someone else's experience. Yes. And so the first way, me and Hannah, we already do this, is writing articles. Now, you can write articles about anything you want. It can be an opinion article. It can be a news article. It can be political. It can be something as fun as your favorite hobby. It can be anything. So writing an article is a great way to incorporate your voice into what you write and get what you believe out there and writing articles for me is fun and i know hannah loves writing so writing could be something that you could do as a way to voice your thoughts or opinions and 
writing is an important way to use your voice because it's using like your thoughts and what you want to say and putting that all into words and paper and that's an important part of using your voice and you might be thinking oh well that's not using your mouth or verbally and I'm just gonna say to you that well writing is a part of using your voice because you're speaking out about how you feel about something whether that's an opinion for an opinion article whether that's a news story um, whether that's you're doing a totally neutral story like for example, I write for the spotlight section of my newspaper. Um, that is just where I write about people who are so unique and talented and different. And um, you may be saying, like, how is that using my voice? But it's still using my voice because I am I'm I'm taking that person's story. I'm taking that person's unique abilities, talents, who they are, and I'm putting my own words and thoughts into that and making an article. And so that's still using my voice. And so I think a part of using your voice can be writing articles. And that does not need to be for your school newspaper. That does not need to be for some big publication, right? This can just be you writing it. You can start your own blog and you can just start writing articles. Um, and so that's why I think it's so great to use writing as a way to use your voice. Definitely. The second thing you could do, um, me and Hannah also do this, is using a podcast. Now, a podcast is a great way to get your voice out there. Me and Hannah, we, on this podcast, we talk about some fun things. We talk about some serious things. And this is our way of getting what we want to say out there for people to listen. This is our way of being heard. Um for example, like this episode, we're talking about how to use your voice as a teenager. We, our previous episodes, we talked about women that we admire. That is our way of, you know, voicing out that here are some really influential women that we consider very important to our lives. Um, sometimes we talk about silly things. So it's just, podcast is a great way. You can talk about endless topics. Um, we based our podcast around just basically like anything but i know there's um podcasts that focus on one topic such as crime and crime could be a way that you get the message of like people's stories out there you know you could talk about just literally you could talk about anything so this is a great way if you want to do that and i just want to say like all the things we'll be talking about is all things that teens can do because I know a lot of teenagers feel like well I'm just a teenager but I'm just gonna I'm just here to say that we know so many teen podcasters we know so many teens who write articles and we know so many teens who do everything that we have in the list below and so if you're feeling like you want to put your voice out there then I definitely think that you should consider doing um, some of these things and also back to the podcast thing um, I think podcast is a wonderful way to use your voice because you start conversations like with this episode, I want to start a conversation about using your voice because I feel like a lot of people don't talk about that when um, a lot of people don't talk about how teenagers can use their voice and influence other people and think about how they feel because a lot of people are just like, well, you're just a teenager, right? But to me, I'm I might be still just a teenager, right? But this is still how I feel. This is still my voice. This is still my opinions. And I want to start conversations. I want to put my voice out there. I want to feel heard. And so I think a podcast is a great way to do that because it's so easy to do. And maybe we'll do an episode about how to start a podcast. But I think podcasts are such a good way of starting conversations and getting your voice out there. 
Um, another way is speaking out when you see injustice. And I feel like this can also go hand in hand with like performative activism. Like speaking out about injustice, you repost stuff on your Instagram stories, but that's not speaking out. That's not putting your thoughts out there. So when you see injustice, it could be about racism, sexism, um, homophobia. There's so many different topics where we see injustice in our world. And I feel like when you see that, you should speak out. You should, you know, educate people. You should tell them why this is wrong, why you should not be saying this. And me and Hannah, I think we had some, like, personal experiences with some stuff happening a couple weeks ago where people were saying things that was harmful. People were saying things that they should not be saying. And I feel like a lot of people that I knew were speaking out about it. And I was proud because this is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to speak out when we see something that is wrong, when we see something that needs to be changed when people should not be saying such things so when you see something bad happening when you see um places where people are being treated unfairly um, where people are having things happen to them when we have a voice it's important to talk about it and important to correct people educate them and learn from these events mm-hmm. and i just want to say that that does not even have to be political like the thing that we're talking about was surrounding mental health, right? And so that's another thing somebody can't change. And so if you see injustice with people talking about race, sexuality, mental health, all this stuff, and you feel strongly that you need to speak out about it, and not even those things either, like other things too. Like if you see something about, um, for me, maybe baking, or if you see something about like podcasting or something, and whatever you're interested in, and you see it like an injustice in it, or you see that something you need to talk about, then speaking out, using your voice, doing whatever you want to do with that is a great way to use your voice. Exactly. Another way you can do that is by starting projects, clubs, organizations. Um, And you could do this at your school. You could do this with people that you know. You could basically do it anywhere you want. But starting clubs where you raise awareness for things that are happening, if um, for things that you are passionate about, is a great way to do it. You could start projects where you raise money for something that you're passionate about. You could start clubs where you can gather people and teach them about something that is, again, very important to you, something that you feel like people need to hear, that people need to understand, and people need to act upon. So starting projects, clubs, organizations. um, And I know with COVID and everything, that's very hard to do, but you could look into your school about starting a club online or, you, you know, people on the internet or just talking to your friends. And, you know, just like anything that you can do will really help if you want to use your voice. You've already heard me say it, but I've started a club at my school and it helps me be a better leader and use my voice. So I would definitely recommend that. Another thing I would say to use your voice as a teen is to give speeches. Um, You know, this can be in like a lot of different ways. I know a lot of teenagers who give speeches at like um, a lot of different things at conventions, at all this stuff and speeches, whether that's like in front of a big crowd, a little crowd, just your little sister. giving a speech about how you feel is using your voice. Um, And that's like in a big way or a small way. So, yeah. Another way you can do is by helping out. And actions do speak loud. We, you know, we've always heard like the phrase that words matter or um, words mean a lot, but actions 
as well. You know, um, I know around this time, again, with COVID, not everyone has the luxury to go out and protest. But for example, protesting is a way that you can speak out um, going to rallies and going and signing petitions and, um, you know, helping out those that are injured. There's like uh, different, so many things that you can do. And it doesn't have to be like these big things where you go to protests and things like that. You can help out at your school. You can help out at your home. You can help out in your community. You can help out anywhere and people will be grateful for any help. And, there's there's hundreds of ways you can do that you can look up ways online um you can like you can st- like we said before you can start something you can start uh help like something that can help others yeah and so i just want to emphasize again that it does not have to be anything too big using your voice is so unique because it can be big things little things it's just however you want to speak out use your voice put yourself out there and i think that's so important And so I just want to say at the end of this, this is us using our voice, right? And so we're not trying to ostracize anybody with our opinions, words, or how we feel. This is just like how, this is just us talking about how we feel about using your voice as a teen and how we feel about performative activism, how we feel about people saying that something is their voice when it's not. Um, People say something is an opinion when it really isn't. Um, And this is just like coming from our point of view as people of color, as women, right? Um, And we're not trying to invalidate your experience Because everybody, like, you know, everybody's different, right? But this is just coming from our point of view. And some people see it some way and some people see it another way. And at the end of the day, this is just supposed to start a conversation, a call to action. Um, And if you're a teen listening to this and you're not another fellow podcaster or you're just somebody who really has strong opinions about something, I think that you should definitely go out there and use your voice. And if you are another podcaster, um, I'm so proud of you for using your voice. It's just so incredibly important. Um, And so, yeah, that's just kind of what we had to say. Just remember that it does not have to be in a big way. You can use your voice, big or small, whatever you find important. Just uh, make sure as teenagers, even if you're like a teenager not watching this, just make sure that you use your voice to speak out and that you speak up when it's most important to you. And yeah, I think that's pretty much it. So we hope you liked this episode of our podcast. Thank you for listening and make sure to follow us on social media. That's at even the little things podcast on Instagram and Twitter and make sure you give us support. If you want to show us love. Our podcast is dedicated to sharing advice, mistakes, confessionals, and giving you peace of mind on all things impacting teens today, because it's not just you worrying about even the little things. It's us too. We hope you'll join us next time.